What it do, what it do, it's Rad B.I.D. Jones. That's Rabbit for the internet folks. It's Dub Dub, a new year. Catch us each and every Tuesday. Me and my co-host Kareem. Bring you the hot topics, boy. I'll let you boy. Yeah, no. He's over the top. I don't believe in that shit. You know what I'm saying? But when you get famous, like, like they had Kevin Hart on the joint the other day, right? When you get famous like this nigga, you, your head get blown up. I ain't I don't really like like Kevin Hart like that at all. That's just me. I don't. I don't know. You think he's funny? I think he has his moments. These last uh, last couple specials weren't that impressive, but before that it was hilarious. Yeah, to me, I don't know. Something about him man throws me off. Like, like I can I can watch his whole stand up and really don't. You know how he got that laugh with nigga, man. That shit was, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That laugh, laugh. You can't control yourself. That was that shit was so funny. I don't ever get that from him. You know what I'm saying? You might get a. That was a. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's never just completely. I can't even control myself, dog. <laughs> None of that. I never got that from him ever again, ever from anything. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by. I don't think that nigga funny. At all, I got you know that a couple to... times from him in his early special. On what? The, like the I'm a grown little man and things like that. Stand up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to watch. I watched some of his joints back in the day. I ain't. I never got anything that was real. Like that with me. Like you can always remember like Eddie Murphy shit. Something that had your stomach just like nigga. That was just crazy. Or uh. A man played on Friday or Cat Williams. You always remember something like my stomach was hurting like shit when that nigga said that. I remember you know what the Cat Williams did back in the day, but I don't think he's funny no more. I don't know if he still do stand up. You think he still do stand up? I think he did one like a year or two ago. No. What kind of narcissist? No. Hell is that? But man, first of all, he was on a motherfucking uh you know he got a documentary though. Yeah. He got a documentary where I think it follow him around. So why this nigga, man? Yo. First of all, he go in. You know he got a trainer, right? Right. He got a, uh, a trainer all this time. So, I think he had trained for like three years or some shit. You think after he had the motherfucking accident. That's another thing, the accident. You remember he had the accident? Yeah. yeah. That's another thing about it. It's something about him I, that I just don't like him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It throws me off. Like, like that car accident thing. Like, they said the motherfucker was in the car accident. The joint flipped all around and shit. He broke his back in three places, some shit. And it was like two other people in the car with him, right? And he left them. Him and his, his uh, bodyguard. Like, what is that about, yeah? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that that goes to, to tell me 
tell me he can less about the people around him, dog. It's like I gotta be famous. You said he left them? Yes. It was two people in the car with him that night. And he calls his bodyguard. The bodyguard come gets him and take him out the car and leave the other two. <laughs> Damn. For like, like almost two hours, dog. So, first of all, to this day, nobody can understand why he leave them like that. Right? And it probably his be- one of his best friend and his wife. His best friend wife in it. I think she died. But I know him and them two, he had to get cut out of the joint. Right. And, uh, Kevin Hart rolled out. Left him there for about an hour. He didn't even call the police or nothing, dog. It's like, what is that about? Yeah, I don't understand that. Exactly. To this day, we don't, I don't get that either. So naturally, everybody would think, okay, he must have been driving. He's trying to sneak out of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But the uh, the, the police said uh, everything checks out. He wasn't driving. He was in the passenger side. But still, why leave, ain't man? Why leave the the wife, his him and his wife did, your friend? Why leave them dead, though? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit's crazy. So, on the documentary joint, right? So I'm guessing the motherfucking uh, trainer, been training him a while, probably his best friend now or some shit, right? On the documentary, they, they get to arguing and shit, right? I don't know if you've seen this documentary, right? It's on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So, uh, him and the um, trainer going back and forth and shit, right? So, this to me, this is a prime example of people once they get money on. Uh, it's like, to them, nobody matters to them. They You just a, a, somebody here for me. For my disposal, you know what I'm saying, and it shows the real person and shit. So I'm, I'm gonna let you listen to the way him and him, him and his um, trainer was arguing and shit, right? So first of all, the trainer been with him for the last three and a half years. So first, you should have a little more respect for the dude, right? Just because of that, I think. So they on the plane, they going, they playing dominoes and shit. And they get in, it's obviously clear that Kevin Hart drunk, right? He tipsy and shit. So, main man on the plane with his wife. The trainer on the joint with his, with his wife. They on a private plane together and they going somewhere. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, they get in an argument about money. About money. I want you to listen to this shit. Do you have a home? Tell me. 
Do you have a home? No. Just say yes or no. The fact that you're trying to tell me that I can't survive makes me Why don't boss ever lie? That's fuck. Why don't? Do you have a home? That's dumb as fuck. Do you have a home? I've been making money way before this. Why aren't you answering the question? You sound dumb. Why don't? No, I'm sorry. I can't fuck you. Dog. And that's on documentary. It ain't like, you know what I'm saying? That's some head and shit. That's why I'm be on. That's all out. Right? Yeah. I don't know. First, let me see how, what you feel about what you just heard. Yeah, I would say he has an ego. That's not really out of place for. A man as well as little as he is, number one, but is also as successful as he turned out to be. Um, something of a superiority complex, maybe. That was very disrespectful, though. Man, what? And man, wife is there too. First of all, like the man said. We was telling Cameron Hart, like, nigga, you sound dumb when you saying that shit. You sound dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't survive unless I work with you. Like, how dumb is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, you literally don't make any sense, you dumb motherfucker. With all this money, you gonna tell me, if I don't work for you, the one person on this earth, I won't survive? And then he kept telling that nigga, you ain't got no house. <laughs> that makes sense where you live where you live where you live like what <laughs> if I ain't got a house that means you're not paying me well then the motherfucker what are you talking about like what is he saying on there though <laughs> I'm wondering if he stays with Kevin oh man it's no way fucking hell this was like two days ago the documentary came out. Hey, come on, dog. You can't stay with dude. Dog, the documentary is Kevin Hart documentary. If if he would have said, hey, dog, I don't want that scene in there embarrassing my man. That's my nigga. I don't want that in there. Cut that out. That could have happened, dog. Right or wrong. Right. So, not only did you embarrass that nigga, you made sure that shit was in the final scenes, nigga. I bet there was some worse shit. I bet there was huh? some worse shit that didn't make it. Oh, they started, they started fighting this shit. The police had to come get them off the plane. Yeah, I'm saying, though, I think there's probably some worse things that he did cut from it and didn't make it to the documentary. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Some shit that probably embarrassed him. See, I guarantee anything that burns him was did not make that final cut. Mm-hmm. But to put that in there, knowing you disrespected dude, man, it's like not only you you disrespecting him in front of his wife that day, you went on rubbed it in so millions of people can see it in the world. Like, like this is how I feel about you, Nick. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I say, man, like, if you're a trainer out that joint or a cook, chef, shit like that, and you work with celebrities, a barber, matter of fact, you work with these celebrities, dog, you cannot think they're your friends, man. 
Because to them, you're disposable. Period. Once they get to that point, it's just like they don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? To him, he's just gonna find another trainer. For real. And he don't care. I'm sure not all of them are like that. Mm. I, I think they are though. Because once you get to that level, only way to stay there is to be an ass kisser. You literally can't stay there without being kissing somebody's ass. Right? Without saying, okay, I'm, I do that. Fuck, even though I don't like that, doing that. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere down the line, these niggas did that. Kevin Hart swallowed that shit and just kept on going. Right now, he probably in the hole. He probably owe so many people that he can't fuck no money up. You know what I'm saying? So, when you get in the car trash and shit like that, get the fuck out. Get my bodyguard come get me. I don't give a fuck how hurt I am. I'm not in this. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave them. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Just long as I ain't mixed up in the shit, fuck my money up. That's already in the bank. Like he like if he already did a project that ain't out yet. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And of course you know he already spent the money. You feel me? So that's how I think. Once once niggas get to that situation where they up there, they gotta stay there. And I found that out from one of my main motherfuckers, Ice Cream. That eventually them niggas bow down. I already knew Dr. Dre does that shit all the time. He don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But the one nigga that I thought was true to the game, one of his songs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? He folded under pressure. So, to me, I don't know who out there can say once that pressure hit, they ain't, they ain't caved to the shit. Eventually. Especially Kevin Hart, because he's doing these big mega movies, dog. And once they already done, if he fuck it up with some old shit on YouTube or with his uh his uh his trainer and shit like that, he can fuck that money up. When it's time to go on tour with that movie and shit. People asking about dumb shit besides the movie, he in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So he don't wanna fuck none of that up. <clears throat> but to me, to me, he he's just a disrespectful motherfucker that who don't give a fuck about nobody around him. Period. Period. That's all to it, yeah. If I'm the trainer, I'm I'm suing this nigga. Once they put that shit on Netflix and all that, I'm suing him, nigga. Like nigga, you can't put that out and expect me not to be defamed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a fucked up trainer or you don't, you know what I'm saying? My livelihood is training, nigga. You saying talking shit about me, and they gonna put it out on Netflix. Fuck that, nigga. I don't get bread off your dumb ass. Now I get that house you say I ain't got, motherfucker. I'm about to sue your dumb ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I ain't got no house. <laughs> you know, featurism, I guess. I, I don't know, man. It's just. It's too much, all right? Put it like that. So, just like uh, Shorty OG, when the motherfucker was saying the bitch look like an eight and shit, you know what I'm saying? Who? So, Beyonce, Beyonce, you know, you remember OG? OG. Some bitch on, uh, 
Basketball wise, man. Oh yeah, I don't know that shit. So the bitch looks like an eight. So people say she's like an eight. You know what I'm saying? And she started talking about colorism. Like these other motherfuckers do, right? Okay. So Beyonce, she didn't post a joint. You know, making a stallion, right? Yeah. Okay, there. She took a picture where uh, Beyonce and Blue Ivy, right? So, niggas went in on the joint because we got a nigga from um, one of these blogs. Editor from one of these famous blogs. He go in and he, he, he posts a joint saying, Shorty look like Jay-Z. And he hoping she grow out of that shit because right now she in the ugly state. Who said that? Right? <laughs> It was one of these uh, editors from these uh, one of these motherfucking gossip papers and shit, right? Gossip uh, websites. Uh-huh. So uh, one of the editors responds to his, uh, I guess it was a tweet, right? And say, uh, yeah, but by the time she's 16, she's going to have a uh, surgery. We'll never know she had these ugly features. This, this was the other uh-huh. person saying, right? Then she say, to go on to say, I, I don't feel sorry for the mega rich. Right? Now, this is on the heels of motherfucking, uh, what's her name? Um, Ari Lennox. Yeah. And Tian, Tian and the motherfucker called her, said they look like Rockwellers and shit. Right. I seen that. So the lump all those together, right? The OG joint, they said she was like an eight. You got a little younger saying that motherfuckers look like Rockwellers. Then they saying Shorty look like motherfucking Jay's. You know what I'm saying? I guess they saying the little girl ain't pretty. Okay. First of all, whoever in these magazines or that gossip joint. That that tweet and stuff like that, I doubt them motherfuckers gonna even be working tomorrow. Cause you gonna want Beyonce to work with you. But I don't give a fuck what website you got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you got motherfuckers employed with you that did that dumb shit right there, I think you're not gonna be working with Beyonce not in the near future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Doc? So I guarantee you, they will not be working anymore. All right. Let's get on to them saying what they saying. To me, what the the first person that first wrote the um, text was black. He's a black dude, right? Everybody that responded from there were white. They were his co-workers, though, right? Now, people want to go on him saying, why a black man got to go on black people and shit. But when there's a gang of white people saying the same shit with him, which tip brings me to a point is, Sometimes black people that not around black people, that's more around white people, they tend to forget where they at. You know what I'm saying? They, t- they tend to forget that you black. So once y'all get into these conversations where white people really don't sense some of the shit that you should be sensing, <laughs> it's going to get you in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Doc? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to get you in the trap every time. You know what I'm saying? So 
to me, I think when people be around white people a lot, they got to pay attention to what they're saying because I think sometimes they get caught into the the fog of the white people they're around and forget what they're saying and shit. But nevertheless, to me, first of all, she look like Jay-Z, right? The little girl, Blue Ivy. Oh, no. Do she like Jay-Z to you? Blue Ivy? Yeah, yeah, she look. I mean, I think she looks a little bit. She's starting to favor Beyonce a little bit more as she gets older, but she still looks very much like Jay Z. Okay, yeah. So now, a scale from zero to ten, Jay Z falls on the negative what? <laughs> <laughs> so to me personally, okay, now she looks just like him, dog. You know what I'm saying? So we're not gonna say. Just because a motherfucker say, first of all, you shouldn't be, to me, you shouldn't be judging a little baby like that, but people do. You know what I'm saying? So, some of them in contests, in in baby contests and shit at her age. So, and she in the public eye, so you can't expect to have some force field around the little girl, like, whatever she look like, that's what people won't respond to. It's like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? She looks like Jay-Z, 100%. Jay-Z ugly as fuck, right? She don't look as bad as Jay-Z, obviously. Because Jay-Z is about as terrible as they going to get. Two, on one case, I kind of agree with one of the person that was tweeting because by the time she gets 16, 17, we won't even know how she looked back. We got to go find her pictures. Because nine times out of ten, yeah, surgery would have, their doctor, whoever, yeah, would been taking care of whatever she didn't like. You see what I'm saying? Which brings me to a problem here, because I don't get, like, Kardashians, right? You see all the stuff they do to their face and shit right. like that? None of them looked like that when they was little. You know what I'm saying? None of them, really. Look nothing like they do now. Right, I think most celebrities kind of change over the from childhood. They get surgeries, all types of surgeries by the time they twenty two, twenty three. You know what I'm saying? So to me, most celebrities are nothing like they look when they was to the child age anyway, seven, eight. To be honest with you. So I would be really shocked ten years from now that she literally just looking natural, being natural. With no surgeries. Yeah, me too. I, I'll be surprised. I'll be shocked. So, to me, it's no really, no reason to really get into why she, you know what I'm saying? Because she's not really going to look like that later on. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. Not when your parents are billionaires. Unless you dead set as a young person to say, I'm going to be a natural person who I am. And that's very rare. Not if your mama's rare. Beyonce. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm about to say it's very rare once they live in the atmosphere they in. You know what I'm saying? That's rare. But when when you say shorty, them look like Rockwellers. I don't know. I don't know what you think. Uh, let's say uh, Ari Ari Lennox. What's her name? Ari Lennox. That's her yeah. name. How you think she she looks to you? <laughs> 
Well, funny thing, I actually went to school with Ari. Um, and she always had... I always thought she was cute. I mean, she has some, some of her features are, you know, I guess a little bit more on the African side, which I guess could be unpalatable to some, which I think was her entire point uh, as far as people trying to make African-American women feel or say that they look like less than human. Uh, but I think she's an attractive girl. I mean, she's not, she's no Beyonce, she's no Rihanna, but. Now, I don't think she was fucking a rock while though, you see what I'm saying? I don't either. I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, I don't know what made that person go to that extreme to say they like rock wellers. I, I think know, it's because they like they both have strong Tiana. Now Tiana streets is way stronger than Younger. Younger, I think once you start looking like you can be a drag queen, almost that's when you yeah, that's when it's what's the name to me. Shorty, I think Tiana looks more like the rougher edge part to me. Shorty, the other youngin don't look that rough. She don't look like no rock weather for sure. But she went on IG too. I think they all have very angular, strong features. Yeah. But see, I mean, most girls, I mean, Black women have that, though, you know? Uh, I wouldn't play like, not as a it's just, rule. It's... <laughs> I don't know, though. That's what make make you this instinct. That will make you black. Those features. Well, yeah. Well, I think some people have stronger features than others, though. But so I went on her IG. Ari. Lennox. And she had a problem with the motherfucker calling her looking like she uh looked like a rock wall. <laughs> you know? Like at all. Like how people hate black people so much. How how black people can sit up here and say that's not my problem. Or or she she does look like a Rottweiler. That's fine. That's fine. But and and uh, and and you want to talk about how oh People are so sensitive. They want us to cancel freedom of speech. Why is this your speech? Why are you so comfortable tearing down black women, women, and no other race? Look around. Look under. Look around. When are Hispanic women ever compared to dogs? When do they do that? When do they do that to white women? When are white men doing that to white women? When are Hispanic men doing that to Hispanic women? They're not doing it. They're not. Like... And, and how come, as a black woman, me sticking up for it, I'm, I'm a Zillia? Like, bruh. Like, it's, it's insane. It's insane to me that he, you're right. Like, that, that is real freedom of speech being threatened. That's real. That's real speech being threatened. You know what I'm saying? Like. All right, man. <laughs> is she sure? <laughs> 
I tell you, dog, this is the only thing that it really, really, really burns me up about oh, how they constantly, constantly go to these these isms to hide behind when I don't, I don't get it, man. It's just like how is it automatically black man on black women now? It's just like, no, it's just not that. You look the way you look. It's just like, you can't say, okay, well, how are you saying that about Spanish girls? Like, they're not saying that about Spanish girls. They don't look like that. What are you talking about? White people don't look like that. You you black. You you got to, you different. That will make you a black person as far as I'm concerned. You know, I don't get the problem. You know what I'm so saying? you're saying that only black women could be compared to Rottweilers? Rottweilers is a problem. Yeah, I ain't talking about. <laughs> I'm talking you having features, those strong features like high cheekbones. You she wasn't talking about lips. That she was talking about being called a dog. No, then she went into black men, the strong black women, like. Not He's talking about black men women. tearing down black women, and I assume he said that because exactly. whoever made the Rottweiler comment was a black man. I didn't look that's into what I'm it. Saying. Though, so. Then you can't go... That's what I'm saying. You can't then go all the way into the black man against a black woman thing. It's just... That's a stretch. Because... I said it was a. I I didn't say it was a stretch necessarily, but I said it was a reach that for someone to say that only black women suffer those kinds of uh, insults, because I think anybody who finds a particular woman ugly and has the lack of respect or manners to say so to her face and just insult her will probably say she looks like any kind of dog that he you know can think of if that's how he feels and I don't think black women are the only people that have uh, you know suffered that I think I, I said that on Facebook today and somebody was well not today it was like a few days ago and somebody was like black women are less valued than any other demographic and people tend to come at them a lot more aggressively and more often than other races which I can't fully disagree with um, it's hard for me to even swallow some of this stuff it's like you literally, the black woman is literally whining to say that society is on them or no, nah, man, it's hard for me to no. Black women no. Alright? First of all, can you really say that though? Since you're not that a black that... woman? Yes. I'm a black man. But you don't know the experience that they Give go me... through. It's like they don't know our experience as black men. Alright. Give me one way that a black man can fuck a a black woman whole life up. Ripping them? You can't. You could but one way that a woman can fuck a man life up is child support. 
while even giving a fuck about that person's life whatsoever, if the nigga sneeze wrong, child support. You heard what I and said, they got right? that power. You heard what I huh? said, right? What? Like, one way a black man, good woman, or black woman's life. One ma- say you asked me what is a way that a black man can ruin a black woman's life, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you heard what I said in response to that, right? Nah, you said what? I said rape. Yeah. And that's like that's a real concern to a lot of women and they have to feel fear for their lives in a way that we don't. And not being valued is an aspect of that struggle. So I can't say that you know they can't feel the way they feel because I mean you can see how they get treated. We we get treated badly as but black men they get it they get it bad too, just in different ways. Some of them are worse. But most of theirs are more physical. They don't, they don't like the way physically people talk about them and that's that shit is I'm talking about nigga, you could wreck a nigga whole life where a nigga can't do nothing but get on the bus from now on. You literally can fuck a nigga up with you can sit home in all day while he busts his ass and you collect all his checks. Literally wreck a nigga whole life like that, though. Even if he deserved it or not. And we talking about 18 years. This mean this means his whole life be wrecked. Some people gotta pay more than they actually make. They don't even make no more money. They gotta go off the red off the grid, live their life under the table and shit. You see what I'm saying? And the girl got the power to lift that or hold that and all that. <sighs> and that right there is your life. But see, I can't I can't Where, even really sympathize with that shit though, nigga, because in the end what? it was still your decision to have sex and do that shit. It was hers too. While she had the power to wreck my life and I don't have the power to do shit to her. Just because of what? I mean, we ain't talking about wrecking lives. We talking about ending your joint, period, where you got to work two, three jobs, nigga, just to look, to live in the ghetto. But it's also, it's a product of a choice that you made, though, bruh. It's not like, it's okay, it's not like you were just walking them down the street, then all of a sudden, a bitch drives up in a fucking black Jeep, jumps out, and then serves you paper saying that you now are responsible for send her 50% of your check for the next 18 years. Like, there was a sequence of events that led to her getting pregnant and then you now having to pay child support. And yes, she did play a role no, in that no. shit, but it's not like it was just some tragedy that happened to you. Nigga, you just didn't pull out correctly. That is a tra- Are you serious? <laughs> you told me having control... Alright, let's say... You don't call this bitch. You don't fuck with her no more. You don't like her. You don't move on with your life. You know what I'm saying? As far as um, romance and all that. Okay, bitch. Oh, you don't want to call me no more? Child support. Like, 
Why would she have the power to do that because of her feelings? Well, she got the power you know to saying? do that because you stuck your dick in her and got her pregnant. Ah, dog. Well, why ain't got the power to do that? <laughs> why all the power was left up to her to do that to me? Like, why? And you got a nerve to complain like society ain't helping you in no way, shape, or form? Come on now. When you file taxes, who gets most of the bread? The lady. Even if she ain't even working. So ain't no black girl walking around telling me when she go file taxes, she feel depressed that her man gets more than her. Fuck no. She knows she get more than everybody else. Right or wrong? I honestly don't know, so I can't speak on that tax thing. But, oh, uh... no. Nah. Ladies, black women, gets they, they get their taxes in, Slim. You feel what I'm Especially one I don't really see what this has to do with the original point of black women feeling undervalued. No, because you ask a nigga that had to live off paying child support, you ask him how that would have got to do with that. That's his life. That's how he can't live no more. Because of you realize course. that that's a like a small pocket of the population, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not like every single black man is out here paying child support to every single black woman. Because all black women ain't that nasty like that. Or, you know, the people involved just made smarter decisions. There's no reason for a lady to go to court to do anything, dog. Literally. Unless that nigga is completely ASAP. Nine times out of ten when they go to uh, child support, they know where that nigga at. They know where their mom at. They know where everybody at. It's just being nasty as fuck. So they don't have to work. Okay. And they shouldn't have the power to do that. And you think it's something small. You you talk to a nigga that's on child support, dog. I'm, I'm not you know what saying that it's small. <laughs> and you guarantee you, when you get your check, it's like $20. And you can't live nowhere but in a room and shit like that. <laughs> you can't even keep no car. You ask that nigga. Like, is that fair? Just because you had a child with her, she had a child with me too. Why does it, you know what I'm saying? Why she had a power to put a hammer on a nigga? Boom. On, and some of them only do that because they nasty as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Just because you don't like them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. See, I was lucky. My child mother never done that. Never went through the child support system ever in my day in my life. You see what I'm saying? That never even came up. Because, and we never was together no more. You see what I'm saying? Because she wasn't no nasty-ass female that's going to be sitting around playing with their toes thinking, I'm just going to get a check from this nigga because he don't like me no more. That type shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that nigga take care of his kid. I ain't no mean me fucking around with no child. Who I'm doing that for? You know what I'm saying? It's just dumb. Ross do that whether the nigga take care of him or not. It's just, they, it's their feelings in it, whether you fuck with them or not. And I don't think that's right, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's fair what nigga a female can wreck your whole life on their feelings because you don't like them or they don't like the way you move and shit like that. I don't think that should be in the cards. And, and it's not in the cards for a black man to do that. Black man ain't got that power to do that to any black woman alive. And all black women got the power to yank a nigga the whole life from under like a fucking uh, carpet and shit. You in a whole nother relationship. You can't do shit. Because half your everything you make going to the lady you used to mess with. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. 
So you can't tell me that a black woman is suffering because people will say they look like a they got strong features. Like that's, that ain't that's what is not that? What was said, that ain't gonna hurt your your finances. That don't hurt your that, life. That don't do it. That wasn't what was said though. Says you like Rockwellers. Yeah, and that's that's different than saying that she has strong features. I don't think she would have made a video if that's what the bitch said. <laughs> For real, yeah, that's different. <laughs> In a way, you might have a point, yeah. Because y'all remember Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Diana, all these people change their strong features. So it ain't really nothing that's just a new phenomenon, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause you remember Michael Jackson was like a real nigga <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. But then that nigga started looking like, oh no, what the fuck, you know? Cause he ain't want to look like a nigga, you know what I'm saying? So that that shit, it just ain't nothing new. What's new is giving this shit all these names and shit that it's just fucking blue. <laughs> Adam, when I was trying to remember uh, rapper man from the new rapper and shit. Yeah, I figured remember his name and shit. To me, he can rap. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee yeah, he, he writes shit. He can definitely rap. I guarantee he write his own shit. J Cole too. You could just you could tell the people that you know what I'm saying. It's craft. It's a craft, man. That's why when people say they don't write that shit, it's like you're not. You're not part of the craft. That the craft is right. You right. know what I'm saying? The craft is not fucking you on stage dancing and shit. <laughs> you know? That's the I really hate that shit. Them nigga, that nigga right there can rap. Um, I don't really like J. Cole too much. <clears throat> he reminds me too much of Jay Z with this lame flow. I hate that shit. I hate it. You think his I, I, it's, it's weird if you think that Jay-Z can't rap. Yeah, this flow is just terrible, man. It's, just, it's constantly the same thing on every song. It's like, nigga, what are you, what? Well, he got away with it all these years, so hey. Tupac had the same flow on every track. Never. Never. And I don't really like Tupac like that, but he always spit like that preacher. That preacher tape flow. His flow on Brenda Got Baby is nothing like uh, hit him up or anything. <laughs> All his joints, like Biggie too, they it goes with the beat. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the beat is, that's how you flow that shit. Wait, so yeah. how are you saying that Jay Z has the same flow for everything? He, if you saying that those songs are different, then Jay Z's catalog has differences the same way. You think so? Like fast, slow. All Jay Z song I can think of that's big is like uh, Blaze. I think Blade was one joint. The joint we had Hard Knocks, like that joint. All his hits are the same flow. It's like you took some rhymes that he ain't finished on this song, just put it on the next track, and just flow the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah, all that shit, the same flow, exact same, mellow, low, just the same flow. They don't have nothing where he just, uh, like he rapped like uh, Busta Rhymes or something. You see what I'm saying? 
just flip it up. It's none of that nowhere. He got like 18 tracks on one CD and it's all the same flow. I used to like the joint he had with R. Kelly. You listen to that joint, The Best of Both Worlds? Uh, I don't remember it if I did. You don't remember that joint? I don't remember it if I did. That joint was like that. You know, with him and R. Kelly joint, where they had The Best of Both Worlds joints, the CDs on that joint, vicious. And the flow still was the same, though. Like all the rappers that I tip my hat to, they all switch up, switch up their flows a lot. It never stay the same. It's stagnant like that. I don't know. You you'd be more famous if you stay the same. Like if you if you get a hit and you just stay like that, whatever that hit was, and you just make another song exactly the same and shit. You just keep doing that. That works. I don't work forever though. I mean, Jay Z has longevity in the game and the. The styles of the, the radio have changed from year to year, and he's managed to stay consistent. Not really, though. When we really look at it, you think he really stayed consistent? He, his flow stayed the same, and it's just Jay-Z. So when he come out with something, everybody just flocks to it regardless. So it ain't it ain't his style that is getting people to get the, the CD, you know what I'm saying? It's just like whatever the song on the radio is hot. He always have a hot song on the radio. You know what I'm saying? People are not looking to him for his flow. You know what I'm saying? They just know what they're getting. That's Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? So it's automatic copying that. Without no, like, I mean, with, he made a trash album. People on would say that it was trash. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You think so? Yeah. Okay, how many CDs he had? Let me look some of this up. Now, he had had like at least, what, seven CDs? He probably had more than that. Let me see. So, and all his CDs is, 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 you can't tell me them joints like that. There's no way you could do that to me, dog. <laughs> you can't do it. No. It's not one CD you're going to tell me you're going to just let go. You start from the beginning and let them things go. He's got like 29 on this one. 29 what? Okay, well, not like official, really. They got all his all the shit that he's done CD? on this page, but it's not all his albums. Okay, he got Blueprint. Oh, let's start with Blueprint, 2001. Now, Reasonable Doubt, let's go back. To, back. 96 was like, it's Reasonable Doubt. Let's talk about Reasonable Doubt. He's got 13 hmm? studio albums. Yeah, Reason for Doubt, Blueprint, the Black Album, Blueprint 3, American Gangster, right? 4, 4, 4. The Blueprint 2, Kingdom Come, it's like, no, not really, though. No. These joints wasn't, uh, once you get on, listen to them joints all the way through? Oh, nah. Reason for Doubt had two joints on there that was that was decent. You know what I'm saying? Blueprint had like one joint on there that was like that. The first Blueprint. And then all you can think of like Hard Knocks Life, whatever joint that was on. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> when we really seriously look at him, 
to me, I always say he's the most overrated rapper who ever lived, right? And most of his money didn't come from writing lyrics. I don't think most of his money came from music, period. Exactly. He like Diddy, like he's got investments so, and shit. Mm-hmm. Companies. The Dynasty, the Rock Dynasty joint. Remember that one? These joints trash, huh? Complete trash. I think he had, he had The Black Chronic. That was him? The 2006. Like his last album. Trash. 444. Four, four. Last album. 444. Four, four. You say you liked it? You said a lot of people did. Well, that was 2017. What was on that? Name a song that was on that song. I can refresh my memory on that one. I want to say it was OJ. Four, four, four. Or OJ was in the title. Okay, the OJ was yes, on that one? The something of OJ. The OJ story joint. I was like, man, that was okay. You know what I'm saying? That was you like that joint? The album overall, I enjoyed it, yeah. That song was decent. I like what he was trying to do it. It, it like the way it was that 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 song right there, I liked a lot because it was telling the whole story that I like that song. That uh that story of OJ joint. I used to I like that one. But still, his flow was still the same. But I love that song right there. Because it had so much in it. You know what I'm saying? Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, field nigga. That shit was like that. I like that shit. That was a heavy quotable. Yeah. I fucks with that. But yeah, still, it still flow was still the same. You know what I'm saying? But. I like that joint. That joint, the Hard Knocks Life. I like some songs he had, but they all still have the same flow to it. You know? I like some of them joints, though. But was to get his whole CD? Nah, I never did that in my whole life. You really tripping when you started doing that. I try not to judge artists by their entire CDs just because I know there's only like... What? Maybe four CDs I've ever listened to that I like the entire thing, so. Wait, 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 wait. You say you don't listen to the whole no, I'm saying, or... like, I'll listen to an album once all the way through, but if there are very few albums that I'll come back to over and over again and listen to every single track on it. See, to me, some of the songs on there that's not on video or anything, some of them be the best songs. That's when you find out who that artist is. When those songs on there that... See, people ain't writing no more now, but those songs on there that's not on the radio, some of those songs are the songs that they wanted to be their song. You know what I'm saying? But the the company that they working for, whoever, management, whatever, picked another one. You know what I'm saying? So you never know what song was there. You feel me? So joint. when you listen to the whole joint, you get to figure out how good is this artist? Can he can they really rap? You know what I'm saying? You can get to get the whole girth of who they are when you listen to the whole CD. Whether they writing it or not, you can see all that if you listen to the whole joint. If you you listen to it, then you won't sit back and just let people tell you that person is good or like a single. You can't. 
it's hard for me to give people props for a single when it's like 89 people working on that one single for you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? To make sure that single is perfect. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. The level of intensity on the single is, is different from the rest of the songs. You know what I'm saying? Some of those songs are just left up to the artists to do whatever because they don't care about it. You see what I'm saying? So that one time you just listen to it and be, that's when you get the real person. If there's a person there. You know what I'm saying? It's always Sometimes been difficult for me to get that kind of message from music. Like certain albums have that vibe to it, but a lot of times, like, okay, it's easy for me to watch a movie or read a book, you know, and like consume a story and know what's being told to me, what the story is. But when it comes to music, you know, you have an album of like eight to sixteen tracks or whatever. And it's kind of hard for me to pull a unified story out of that most of the time. I see what you're saying. Like it's, it's, it's hard for me to like really, I guess, understand albums as projects, usually. Like I feel like Good Kid, Mad City... Kendrick Lamar was one of the last albums that I listened to that I understood it as a whole project. Even his other genres, I didn't really get that vibe from. It's like it's just it's a weird way. I think maybe you have to listen to a lot of music and like really care about music as or like be into it as a art form. I know to like get at that level. Otherwise, it's just like you know, it's, it's a it's a bunch of songs, and I like maybe seventy percent of them, so I'm gonna listen to it more often. Like, but you listen to them as moments, not as like a whole thing. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying because I'm, I'm more into rapping. It's like, like R Beast was to come out with a uh, whole CD. I'm not listening to the whole damn mm-hmm. thing. You feel me? So I know what you're saying. So it comes more. of what is it that you're more interested in? I see what you're saying. Because I'm more interested in the lyrics. I want to hear rapping. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, R&B is like, right, I take the single. Whatever the single is with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? But rapping, I want to hear you. I want to see what you've been writing. I want to get into who are you and all that. I want to hear that shit. Because writing, when you do rapping, it's more of a biography than it is for uh, like a, somebody that's singing. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a lot of words to fill up space in the whole song. You know what I'm saying? As far as rapping is concerned. Singing, you can hold notes and shit. You can drag one word forever and shit. You know what I'm saying? But rapping, you got to have words in there. You know what I'm saying? It's more dense. Exactly, yeah. So I like to get in there and just listen to that and let me hear who you are and shit. You know what I'm saying? But like these days, there's more people that just not really writing that shit, so it's hard to really tell who is this person, you know what I'm saying? So, but I understand what you're saying, because I wouldn't even do the shit for R&B at all. Because <laughs> it'd be like, like R. Kelly, I don't know then, when I think about R. Kelly, I can listen to all his shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm. You, you still listen to him, but or do you like do the normal, whole, like, commute R. Kelly thing? Oh, no, I ain't, I ain't doing all that dumb ass shit. Like, like that goes to like one of the episodes we we've talked before. 
about separating those people. You know what I'm saying? From like his art, his music, young. Yeah. If you was to take away, you can't say, okay, I ain't listening to him no more. Like all the artists or whoever can say, I ain't listening to him no more. He such and such and such. Okay. You know how many people he wrote for? How many people he uh, put in the studio? You had to disconnect yourself from all that. You know what I'm saying? Then you're going to mess around and not be listening to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Once people realize how many people he had his hands on, you know what I'm saying? How many people he done brought up in his business? How many songs he actually wrote? It's going to blow your mind. You're going to stop. You got to stop listening. To I like Mike. You're going to stop listening to that joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really? <laughs> Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Some of the songs he wrote, you don't even know he wrote. You just love them joints. You can't. It's just hard to do that. This, you won't know everything he had his hands in. If you want to be a person that's saying, okay, I ain't doing that. Listen to him no more. You got to go all the way. You can't just say, I ain't listening to nothing he's he singing. When he he does a lot of stuff, His, you know I'll, what I'm saying? That's coming out of other people's That topic. Um, I think it would be extremely tedious to scrub through your entire music library and look for um, every song that R. Kelly wrote or wrote, I mean, wrote on or produced or yes. anything like that. Even though, I mean, you could technically do it by like searching in the things or whatever, but it's an extra step that I don't blame people not wanting to take. However, um, I think now that we have these streaming services and like the main convenient ways that people listen to music, the fact is whenever you listen to a song, you are putting money into the artist's pocket directly. So me personally, I just, if I feel like listening to an R. Kelly song, I have the R. Kelly singles and like tracks that I like to listen to from back in the day saved on my laptop. So I can listen to them shits a million times and he won't see a single penny. So, and I do kind of, I do care about it to an extent because like I've seen the shit that they're talking about this nigga, like what the what stuff that he's done, and I don't fuck with it. But um I'm not gonna inconvenience myself, I guess, to the point where I'm just not listening to any of the songs that I enjoyed because I still think that I mean you you attach memories to certain songs, you know? Like I think they were talking about how some people They've stepped to the name of love at their at their wedding and shit. Like, so you're gonna say that now that he has all these issues coming out and this the fucked up stuff that like that couple can't tre- treasure that moment anymore because it's been tainted. Like, nah, fuck that, son. Uh, just do what you can to not support shit that you don't fuck with, and otherwise, just live your life. See, that kind of touch on what we talked about before, like, uh, for example, Brandy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like if you had told me before, like, I ain't buying nothing of her shit, but I support her. I, I really thought, I really like her, some of the shit she was doing, amusing and shit, but I never knew that she put my out. I found out later that she, she um, had a homicide and a car accident, and 
some of that shit is like, okay, it's an accident. I get that. You know what I'm saying? But why are you not addressing that? Why now you not like the the face of uh, drunk driving or something or, or, or killing somebody in, in a vehicle? It's just like you can't put that under the rug and, and let people like me don't know nothing about that and keep supporting you. You see what I'm saying? Mm. See, to me, when you look at the R. Kelly thing, it's almost the same, but everybody was dancing and buying his stuff. Remember, all that stuff, oh. So, if it was true, he was doing it during the time you was buying his stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, now, where he ain't come up with nothing new since I don't know when. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, like, what's the point? You was buying before, so it's the same shit that you was buying before. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's about the flow so, of uh, funds, though, because now whenever you listen to something, you're putting money in whoever you're listening to his pocket. Back in the day, it was just mm-hmm. you either heard the shit on the radio or you went out and paid your, like, $11, $12 for a CD, and that was the transaction. Now it's more, like, ongoing. All right, I see what you're saying. But see, like, for, for me, like, personally, I, I think Ice Cube is the best rapper whoever ever lived, right? That's the best rapper to me. The living rapper and the legend, the best rapper who Ice ever Cube. done it, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, and I wouldn't even get his shit illegal or nothing. I always made sure I paid for that shit because I believed in this nigga writing, this nigga skills, and everything he put out, I guaranteed I put my money on it by buying his shit that I knew when I got him put it in my car, <laughs> I was going to love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I always did Cube shit. Every song he came out with, he was on somebody else's shit. I got it. Whatever he did, I paid for it. I got that shit, right? Now, fast forward to now, I wouldn't put spend money any on anything he do. I wouldn't give him no money for nothing, right? And it has nothing to do with his rhyming no more. Now it's more of his his status and what he's doing with it. His brand. You feel me? Exactly. So now, by now, keep in mind, he puts out CDs almost already. He had a CD out uh, a year and a half ago. I got all the CDs. But now I just get them any kind of way. I, it ain't no thing to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not making sure I put money on whatever he doing, cause it ain't no, I don't care no. You know what I'm saying? Cause I've been now. I still believe that he's the best rapper ever, right? But far as personal now, I disconnect myself because a lot of things he's done over the last few years, I just don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? So, and he's like one of them, one of them dudes that just once they get to that status. They they faking to us about on one hand, but really, really or for example, uh Trump running for president, right? Um I don't even know if I let anybody on this show who be listening to this joint even know how I feel about uh Trump, you know what I'm saying? But it should be obvious if you've been listening to these podcasts is where I should be standing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so all right. To me, I think he's he's a bigot and a racist, right? So anything after that, I don't care. He's disqualified from that point on, right? So 
a big generation is running for president, and I don't hear anything, not a peep from NWA. Niggas with attitudes. You know what I'm saying? And the main one of them all, Ice Cube, is not only not saying nothing, it's which the whole time during the campaign, I'm trying to figure out why I'm not hearing nothing from my man Q. At the time, he was still my man, right? So I'm trying to figure out, okay, I'm not hearing nothing from my man Q. He on TV a lot, but I'm not hearing him saying nothing about this racist that's running for president, right? <clears throat> and it was bogging my mind why I'm trying to figure out why he not saying anything. You, you get all the rappers on YouTube saying that little thing, you know what I'm saying? How they feel about the bump, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm not getting it from my man. Well, then he got to support it all this time. You know what I'm saying? Everything he done. And I'm trying to figure out where, where he going with this. Well, I want to know where he's staying, right? I finally find an interview before the um the election where he say first he not voting. Okay, so right then and there I'm thinking Okay, now you want something different, dog. I need to hear more. You finish that statement, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so once the motherfucker say he ain't voting, I'm kind of skeptical now. Like, hold on, what you mean? It's a racist running right now. You know what I'm saying? Then he just hit me with the this, his next line was, "They the both the same." You feel me? Mm. His next line was, "They both are the same." So in my mind, I'm thinking, what the hell he just say? You feel me? I I get they both white, but I don't care what you say about uh, uh what's her name Clinton. She wasn't him. You feel me? So for him to be on TV to say first, I'm not even voting. I don't even care. Blew me because now you got to you where you at, and you can care less who the president is. It's a problem to me. You see what I'm saying? That's just personal. Right. Right? Because all coming up, all his music, it was clear to me that he knew that whoever was in office was important to how we lived. Right? So to get him in the interview in 20, I think it was 2017, and him saying he first he's not voting, he has no opinion on Trump. One. Two and they both the same. So that's a problem I got with Kaepernick too. You would kneel down all the time, but he say he didn't vote. He's not gonna vote. So right now, after loving Ice Cube all this time, right? I'm listening to this motherfucker. I'm thinking, what is going on here? Huh? You know what I'm saying? This this going against everything you've been putting in all your CDs. You know what I'm saying? All these years, nigga, I know every verse. So, you can't back down now. You know what I'm saying? I go dig in a little bit more, right? Guess what I find out about this clown ass nigga, dog? You want to guess what I find out about him? The big three. (laughs) The big three, right? The little joint he got with the basketball squads Mm -hmm. and shit. He was looking for... uh, you call that people to help him finance this joint, right? And one of the people financing this big three <laughs> happened to be guess who? 
the motherfucking campaign manager for guess who? Let's <laughs> just say it. Trump. It was one of his finances for the big three plan. Literally. Mm. He in court with the Bama now because they didn't pay him. You know how Trump do business? He just found out about it. So Ice Cube is suing Trump and the motherfucker. Uh, what is this Bama name? I keep forgetting his name. But he was in there with Trump in the office. He left two years after. He was financing some of this big fucking three, which explains why Q first said he ain't voting. <laughs> Two, they both the same. Three, he had no words on a racist. Three problems I had with this clown. That I called him a clown now. You see what I'm saying? Even with the bridge, he broke the bridge to me calling him a clown now, dog. Because you can't do that. <laughs> you cannot. Oh, no, nah, Q. It ain't like you need them. Mother... You needed them where you can uh, side with the racist that's running for president. Get this money for the big three. And then keep your mouth shut about Trump. Really? That's how you wanted to live this thing out? You thought I wasn't going to find out? <laughs> you thought I was one of them motherfuckers that wasn't going to find this out, nigga? What's wrong with you? I tweeted a motherfucker. I think he blocked me, Slim. I said, nigga. That's why I tweeted this motherfucker. Nigga, I've been putting my money on you all this time, making sure I put money in your pocket, dog, because I respect your motherfucking hustle, one, and then I respect your skills in this motherfucking studio. That's why I text this thing. But come to find out you in bed with this racist and you ain't saying nothing. This before we even voted. I texted it to the motherfucker. You tweeted. And you tweeted. Huh? Tweet him. And I hit him on uh, uh, YouTube too. He got a YouTube channel. So I'm really thinking he he gonna, he got to respond to this nigga this that said he he been paying his money for my shit all these years. You know what I'm saying? Snake on block me, dog. <laughs> Ice Cube, my nigga, who I still say was the motherfucking is the best rapper who ever lived, right? Everybody who know me know I fucks with Cube, right? That right there just fucked me up. Slim, like, this is real life here. Not, not, we ain't talking about rapping no more, nigga. You know what I'm saying? At least give me something, nigga. Don't, don't, you can't side with these dudes like that, man. In the middle of a campaign, in a heated min- moment of a campaign, they come to Ice Cube. The niggas with attitude, nigga. You know what I'm saying? They want to know what a nigga with attitude think about a racist. And you have no comment, dog. Like, <laughs> and then I find they shout out about you, dog. So that that fucked me up, about my man, dog. You know what I'm saying? So. That fucked me up. So when you, when it comes to my when it comes to some of these people, man, that's already up there, they they gonna cave, dog. They gonna cave to the corporate, which ran by me billionaires and all that, dog. 
they gonna cave eventually. Some of these people that you love, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's my man got the talk show with the mustache? Uh, Steve Harvey. Look, what, what, what we see him do? Meet up with uh, the racist before everybody voted. You know what I'm saying? Now he's talking about he regret that. It's, it's too late for that. See? That's what I mean about these two. I, I forgot about him too. But I shoot my main problem because I put my money on him. I spent a lot of money on this dude all these years, dog. And that shit blew me, dog. Now he can't get a dime from me for anything. He don't need it now, but you never know. You know what I'm saying? I got him to his point. This point he at now, you dumb motherfucker. Q, I was one of the motherfuckers busting my ass at work, going to the motherfucking radio shop and getting your shit. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Like standing in line. Like, what the fuck wrong with you now? <laughs> so passionate. That's so my very, mini rant. Very passionate. You know what I'm saying? So very, huh? very passionate. That, that's my mini rant because that's my man. You feel me? <laughs> so that's going to have a, that was my man and that shit blew me, dog. So yeah, that's my mini rant for the week. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the Nerd and Hustler podcast is brought to you by Fresh House Grooming Studios, 3613 St. Bombers Road, Suitland, Maryland, where your fresh is the test.